0: Welcome to the Pastor on the Beach podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Amlin, pastor at Lutheran Church of the Resurrection in Cocoa Beach, Florida. And each week I will be sharing a message from our worship services right here via this podcast. I hope you'll consider subscribing and share the podcast with your friends. We all need to hear words of hope once in a while. Well, thanks for listening. Here's this week's message. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. This is a little tricky. I'm not sure how to do this. I have to figure out how to do this. Today is one of the days uh, in the church year, which is more profound, more meaningful, more memorable. All Saints Sunday is the day when we, with some intentionality, give thanks for all the saints who have come before us, but especially we remember the ones that we've loved, who have died in the past year or beyond, who were a witness to the faith for us, who had a profound, impact on our own life of faith. On this day, more than any other, we are given an opportunity to express our gratitude to God for the gift of the light of hope that we have seen in those who have died in the faith. So I want to invite you to take just a moment to either reflect if you're not feeling like talking, or to turn somebody and just Tell them the name of somebody who was a gift for you in your own faith. Who is somebody who has died, who was an important person in your faith? And if you have just a second to do it, say maybe why. So can you do that real now? Just turn to somebody, find somebody else to talk to. Everybody here is pretty friendly. Just have a conversation real quick. Who's somebody that mattered to you in your faith? What was it like to say that person's name? How did it feel to talk about someone who was important to you in your own life of faith? The gospel reading for All Saints Sunday comes from Matthew's gospel. For context, this is way back from where we were the past few weeks. In the past few weeks, we were at that kind of penultimate or the almost to the end part of Matthew's gospel, that the reasons why the religious leaders turned against Jesus were made evident in those readings. Now we're back much, much earlier in the gospel. And today's reading is one of five discourses or teaching sections, <coughs> sex, excuse me, sections of Matthew's gospel. This one is called the Sermon on the Mount. See, I looked over at the seminary student to see. The Sermon on the Mount, yeah. And you may remember that, I've talked about this before, Matthew's Gospel has a focus, and that is to be understood as the continuation of the story of the Jewish people. So the Jewish scriptures are to be understood as being continued or fulfilled in the Gospel, according to Matthew. So much so that Jesus is up on a mountain to teach, and a lot of people will say that that is a reference to Moses on Mount Sinai in the Old Testament. These discourses or teachings are about teaching the people how to live, what it's like to be a follower of Jesus, how that should shape your identity, how it should change your lifestyle, why it matters lived out that you are a follower of Jesus. The first half of these blessings are about people's relationship with the occupying force, the Romans who are the ones that have their foot on the necks of the Jewish people. And then the second part of them are about their lives in relation to God's kingdom. So the word translated here also as blessed, um, probably there's a strong argument to be made that it could be retranslated as happy. you probably heard these, uh, these readings before as happy are they or happy are those, as opposed to blessed, right? And that's only important for the fact that I think there's a thread that runs through all of our readings for today, and that is hope and happiness, hope and happiness. So what do you think of when I say hope and happiness? Some people say, oh, it's, it's emotions, right? Well, yeah, you could, see, you could see it as being emotions. I posted that question on Facebook earlier this week and got a whole bunch of responses, more than I ever expected I would get. One of the responses came from a friend who's a young adult from my previous congregation and sometimes a bowling rival, Highbury. Um, We bowled one time and it was hilarious. I can tell you that story later. She said, happiness, in my opinion, is the joy of something that has already happened or is currently happening. Whether that be an event or a material thing It's the joy that comes from what is or what was. What is or what was. Hope, she says, is knowing and having the firm belief that something is going to happen, which can in turn bring joy and happiness. But the hope itself stems from what will. You catch the difference? What is what was versus what will. I like the way that she said that. When we look back at memories in our lives, they can make us happy, right? When we sit with somebody at fellowship today, now that's a little bit looking forward, but live in the moment with me. At fellowship, you might sit with somebody that you haven't seen for a while, or maybe it's a new friend that you're gonna make, and you can be happy in that conversation. Hope, typically, includes some amount of uncertainty, some amount of not knowing exactly what's going to happen, but trusting in what is going to come. And it's almost always about something important. It shows something about a person's beliefs and their values, perhaps. So when Jesus comes and he's teaching, and he says, blessed are you, and he talks about how the narrative is different in God's economy than what it is in the world's economy. He is flipping the narrative He's turning it upside down. And that's a huge, huge change. In a world that prizes power and wealth and status, God's favor is found among the powerless. For people who have suffered much of their lives, Jesus' words give hope. And they are seen and understood and they're There's a possibility that there's a place in God's economy where they are important and they are valued too. Imagine what it was like to hear Jesus teach like this. If you're somebody who's been the outsider, if you're somebody who's been on the bottom side, and somebody comes along and says, your value is not placed in how much money you have or how many people you know, but in how much God loves you. I think the gratitude that is experienced in this teaching from Jesus spans generations. It's had a profound impact on countless millions of believers, those that we call saints, the ones who came before us and shown their light of faith so brightly for others to see. Think again about the person whose name you shared earlier or who you thought about earlier, about that person who poured into your own life of faith with how they lived their life, how they shined a light that gave you hope, that gave you joy because of knowing them. Feel a sense of gratitude wash over you. Friends, this is what we are called to do and to be for our church, our community, and our world. Look around you right now. I can tell if you're looking, by the way, I can see you. Look around you, see the faces of the other people who are here with you in worship. See the ones who are your friends now, or the people you know, or the people that will be your friends soon enough. One day, you will be the saints' names who are spoken in worship, who has a candle lit for you. So my challenge for you this month is to lean into gratitude. Embrace it, be grateful for the saints in light who helped you to get to where you are today. I challenge you to embrace gratitude. Each day before you get out of bed in the morning, maybe it's, thank you God for a good night's sleep or a cat that licked my nose, whatever it is. Thank you God. Or it's before a meal maybe, or it's before you go to bed. Say it out loud for someone else to hear, even if there's nobody else to hear you, write it down. If you write it down at the beginning of the month and you do it every day, when you go back and look at it for the month, you're gonna have a lot to be thankful for. Be filled with, consumed by gratitude, because in gratitude we are made stronger. Be grateful for the people who shared their faith with you, who modeled faith for you. Use that, use that gratitude to live your life to share your faith, to be a saint, amen. Thanks for listening. I hope that this week's message has given you something to think about and given you hope that you are loved by God. To learn more about Lutheran Church of the Resurrection, please visit goresurrection.com. If you'd like to support this podcast or any of the amazing ministries at Resurrection, please visit our website giving page. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Pastor on the Beach podcast.